Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of Meta Sidekicks. We are your sidekicks to all things metaphysical. My name's Liv. This is M. M. Say hi. No. And uh, we went to Nevada to see Patrick of the Haunted Side. It was a pretty good time. And one of the really cool places that we went to with Patrick was a place called Collectible Bargains. Collected Bargains. Collected Bargains. I thought it was Collectible Bargains. Collected bargains. It was dark outside. There was a small sign. Collected bargains. Sorry. <laughs> so it's hard to find, but it's on West Main Street in Fernley, Nevada. And it's a pretty cool place. It's by a poodle washing place. What is it like Poodle Palace or something? I don't know. Remember when you made a joke about it because I have a large dog and you're like, you could take fennel to Poodle Palace or something. Oh, no. I was making the joke that we were taking you to get groomed. I actually would have liked that. I needed a shower at that very point in time. So anyways, it was a good time because, I mean, there was a lot of antiques. The people that owned the place, I think it was Wolf. I remember Wolf. Or uh, Chris. Chris. I'm glad you could remember Chris's name because I was not going to. They were fabulous human beings for letting us trounce around their very, very, very collected bargain place with lots of collected bargains. They are for, I bought a book. I think I bought like a very vintage original of The Count of Monte Cristo, which is a dope ass book if you guys don't know. And it was a good time. So, M, where did we start? 
I blacked out because all I wanted was Taco Bell. <laughs> we uh, did a live stream. <laughs> That's true. And they told us about some weird things that happened while they were in their place of business. So, for example, they were telling us that about this plate that fell off of one of the shelves just randomly. It's like in a little holder thing and it just out of the blue just smacked itself on the floor. And they were also saying that they feel a lot of energy in this place. And they were also talking about this like grandfather clock that they picked up from an estate sale. And the grandfather clock that has not worked for several whatever and does not have the parts inside of it to make noise just started randomly going off in their garage. And they showed us a video, and Liv gave them the explanation of what was going on. Oh, yeah. I forgot. So they're not like an antique store where people can just bring things. They only go to estate sales. That's how most antique shops are. They go to estate sales and auction, get stuff. You know that, right? Yeah, but they also like were explicitly saying they don't like when people bring them things because there were signs everywhere that said, don't leave like things everywhere because that's not what we do so the grandfather clock actually went off at the garage of the place of a person who had just passed and this person I guess wasn't really found promptly so they had been sitting in their home for a few months and after finally being found that they had passed away Chris went with the other people to go clean things out of the house once everything had been settled. And when they opened the garage door, the grandfather clock that had been in the family for like decades, I think it was like the 17 or 1800s is when it was built because it has a little like date engraved on it for the family specifically. It started going off like M said with nothing in it. And I think we kind of blew the guy's minds because I explained to them that when they were talking about this story, We were in this big warehouse full of things. And I was like, there's a man behind me. But we were in the warehouse and they were explaining this story to us. And there was a man standing behind me a little bit before they started talking about the grandfather clock. And I was like, you have nothing to do with whatever is happening right now. So this is weird for me. I'm just going to ignore you, sir. Once they started talking about the clock story, this man stepped forward and was like, and I was like, oh, okay, great. So I explained to them that once... They had finally found his body after being deceased for so long. When they opened the door, he was like, thanks, I'm done. And the clock went off because his spirit passed through it as like a thank you of, you guys finally found me. Good job. Like a, like the Zelda thing when you solve the mystery. What is that noise? God. <laughs> but it went through the grandfather clock. So that was kind of cool. And Em actually pointed out how the plate fell down. Well, there were these weird nutcracker-y-looking doll things that felt weird, so I asked Liv about them, and she she asked if they were the things that knocked the plate over. Because they have, like, weird energy, like, if you hear Liv talk about her weird elephant things that she bought from the psychic fair that we went to, there was one of them that was, like, a little bit mischievous that knocked the plate off of the shelf. Yeah, they look like Raggedy and Nutcracker dolls. And when M brought my attention to them, I was like, oh no, 
The boy one's the one that yeeted the plate off the shelf because he's a duty face. <laughs> and that was just a Claire Cognizant thing. I don't actually have proof because Claire Cognizance. But it's weird. There was also this hutch in the like warehouse. And the hutch, they explained to us, they always have a hard time selling it. No one's ever like asked to buy it and it's been there for so long. And they explained that there was this woman that died like a few feet from it. And that's when they were asking me questions about it. And I see this woman that's older that used to keep like China inside of this hutch. And Liv was in the bathroom at the time. So Liv comes out and says pretty much the same thing. So the, I think it's Chris. He like knew the story behind it and explained that this woman kept her like decorative sort of things in it, but also her china. But Patrick and them during their live stream was getting a lot of like hits and stuff on their equipment. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty hodge. I don't know why people wouldn't want to buy it. Even if there's a lady that's like, she was really funny. She's like four foot nine, four foot ten. She'll bust down your door like the Kool-Aid man. So maybe that's why people don't want to buy it. Yeah. I mean, if you got that thing in your house, no one's going to steal it, though. Someone might not even break into your house because if they walk in there. It's heavy. It's huge. Huge. You'd be surprised what people would steal. I'm just saying (laughs) they wouldn't steal it because they'd have the soul of this little old granny that's like, I'll fight you. She would. She'd swing hands. This place had a really cool room that had a whole bunch of different artifacts in it. Artifacts from Native American culture and like African culture, like from a really, really, really long time ago. And the first thing that you see when you walk into this room is there's this huge, possibly African mask. I don't know. But the first thing that Liv says is that it doesn't want to be in this room. Yeah. It's like upset that it's not where it's supposed to be. And the guy asked me, like, well, where is it supposed to be? I'm like, I don't know. I think you should probably get, like, a historian or something in here to tell you where it's supposed to go. And then put that thing back where it came from or so help me. (laughs) Yeah, but with the mask, I could hear, like, music coming off of it. And I see this man that has it over his face. What if in reality it was worn on his full feet? I think it would break. You don't know that? I think I do know that. Not for sure. So there was also, um, like, Native American artifacts in there. There was this, like, leather, I don't know what you want to call it, textile thing that had shells that were embedded inside of it. And Patrick, like, pointed it out, and I was like, there's a lady that made that, and she has dark hair and dark skin, and I believe she's from Native American culture, and that's when he was like, that's where this is from. But she's really nice. She has a very calm feeling to her. I also think we need to point out that the reason he pointed out the fact that it was there is because the little shells in it, what are they called? Hookah shells? Maybe, I don't know. I think that's what he called it. I honestly don't remember. But he's like, I used to have a necklace that looked like that. Shaw. It was really funny. <laughs> he's, he's not here, but he's not forgotten. So <laughs> the other super cool thing in there was it's like I'm said, it's a little room that they call a gallery room. So it's specifically for art pieces. And they had three paintings in there. One of which was a photo 
or a painting of someone looking outside of an old building, like ones in the square or like the city of towns. And there was a man that was telling me that he lived in that place and it was related to his mother or something like that. And I was like, that's really cool. I like that painting. And then I looked down and I think the artist's name is Philip Brady. And it was just super cool to look at his art. And then even cooler was when Em and I did our investigation. And when we were in the gallery room during the investigation, he's like the only soul that really talked the whole time, but consistently talked and was able to use both of our devices that we think personally take like a lot of energy to use. He was like, screw those flashlights. I don't need that stuff. REM pod. No, thank you. Let me use, it was the EMF reader, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, Patrick let us use his thing called an ovulus. And for one of the function on his device, it's called true or false. So if they light up the green dot, it's true. If they light up the red dot, it's false. And it like draws these little green and purple fuchsia looking lines up and down until it reaches the dot. And he consistently answered all of our questions about his paintings. For example, he really liked that his paintings were in that room because it was, quote, the gallery. So it's like a place for his paintings to be and to be admired, which is super cool. Not just on the wall haphazardly or like less collectively in the business. And he liked that his two paintings were together because they're very close to each other. Like the way that they're designed, their, I don't know, theme is very consistent And then he also told us that he painted these two pictures. They kind of looked like moons. Like if, I don't know, like if you were doing an aerial view of the moon with clouds going through it and like islands below it, or if you were just in the sky, like in the stars themselves, he said that he created both of those paintings in the room that's on the opposite side of the wall that he painted. Remember how I said he had a painting on the wall of a room looking out a window and like a little old building? It's where he painted the other ones. And I thought that was so cool. I'm like, this is great. It's like Inception, painting Inception. Wasn't it his mother's place or something? I don't know if it was his mother's place and or if it just had to do with his mother. Like, that's why he painted those. Oh, so I don't remember what you asked. Yeah, I don't quite entirely remember either. (laughs) But he answered true to them. And he just had a really good time making the EMF reader go like all the way to orange which is really hard. (laughs) It's like, I'm going to talk about my art. Excuse me, guys. Yeah, this was the place where um, Patrick got his weird haunted doll things. And when Patrick was talking about his haunted dolls, because he was like telling us all of the weird things that were going on, like the weird paranormal stuff that was happening. He was telling us this, and I like saw this doll that has like blonde curly hair that is a little bit taller, like a American Girl doll looking thing. And she had a pretty dress on. And when we go there, during our live stream, Patrick like pulls out this doll and there's like, it's like going to red in our EMF readers, which is like ridiculous amount of energy. And it freaks me out because that was the exact doll that I was seeing before I actually like, came to this place and he was just telling us about the fact that he was doing haunted doll stuff on TikTok. So during our live stream, they're like asking the doll all of these questions and things like that. And I was uh, seeing this 
woman that's associated to the doll that has dark hair and I could hear her humming while she like brushed or fussed with like her dress and her hair but I wanted to do an investigation with the doll but we didn't have time which is sad so we did a little bit we didn't yeah we filmed you with her I talked about her we didn't do an investigation with her (laughs) so made me sad but it is what it is. What did you guys do when I went to go get Taco Bell? Because I know you were sitting at the desk that Patrick wants in his house that the REM pod was sitting on. And it was hilarious because before I left, the REM pod just kept going off like, boop, pop, 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 boop, pop, pop. It was hilarious. And then when M actually got up to go do something, because I was sitting on the on the chair for a second, it went all the way to green. So something touched it so much that it went to green. And Em's like, excuse me, you want me to leave? And when she started coming back, it went back to green. Like, uh-huh, don't go back. Don't come back over here. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But then I went to go get some snacks. And I know Em and Patrick did some live stream investigation stuff. So what did you guys do? He just brought out his SLS camera. And he saw like three figures on it. And I was like, before he saw three figures, I was like, there's three people standing over here. A lady and two men. So they were using the equipment to like screw with Patrick. <laughs> but that was about it. <laughs> but the thing that was really cool was when we did our, we did a dual SCs method on the live stream, which hopefully I can put into the video. The... SC's method, it's like sensory deprivation. So we have like noise canceling headphones on and both me and Patrick have a spirit box and have these like noise canceling headphones on and are like blindfolded. So during our live stream, Liv and all of you guys were asking us questions and I have never done an SC's method that actually was that accurate. So if you asked for a name, you got a name. If you asked for something with a number, you got a number. And it was, like, absolutely wild. Oh, yeah. Asked if there was portals in there because someone in the comment section, I think, asked. And you and Patrick said uh, 30. Like, crazy numbers. Because I also asked how many people were in there. And you're like, 10, 10. (laughs) So it was cool that you guys both got the same answers, too. Well, where are the portals? I don't know. I asked them where they were, and I didn't get answers to that. Mm. I don't think. Is it in the objects? I feel like yes and no cool because that's what they were telling me because when we were in the warehouse area where patrick's one haunted doll that he should probably get is because i mean this thing likes him it's weird i was like you want to touch this i was like no thank you (laughs) she looks like glenda the good witch and it's scary but in the one corner of the warehouse that we were in i heard like this little girl like audibly giggle and then there was lots of banging and clacking coming from over there so Maybe there's a portal in that corner. And even Kevin, not Kevin, Chris, Chris and Wolf were talking about how it feels like when you're in there, all of the energy sort of goes outwards to the edge of the buildings a little bit. Like it has a outward vortexy feeling. Well, I mean, that's physics. Centripetal force pushes things outwardly. So regardless, it would probably be the same, right? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Mm. things aren't technically moving in there so i mean i guess yeah it was a good time yeah we appreciate wolf chris and laura letting us come in there and 
eat Taco Bell and talk to ghosts. That was a really good time. And if you guys are looking for some collected bargains of your own, you should head on down to Fernley, Nevada, if you live somewhere close to there, because it was a good time. We appreciated it. And we have dad jokes for you. <laughs> I think last time somebody left us a good dad joke. It was pretty, it was pretty funny. And hopefully we have another one. Hopefully. So you guys, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review, a five-star review, because it really helps us out. And a dad joke. Really, really, really like the dad jokes. That one's a good one. I found it. <laughs> um, a lot of you leave really good, lovely reviews, and we absolutely love and appreciate every single one of you. However, you don't leave dad jokes, and it makes me sad. It crushes my soul. So you guys need to be like your mother, Y-O-U-R-E-M-O-T-H-O-R, your mother, and uh, leave a good review and a dad joke that says, requested dad joke. You ready, Em? Mm-hmm. I had a terrible peekaboo accident with my toddler. I ended up in the... Is it a peekaboo boo? Sorry. <laughs> That's actually really good. <laughs> wow. No, it says that they ended up in the ICU with a peekaboo boo. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, thank you so much, your mother. We appreciate yourself and your hilarious reviews and good dad jokes. And because of people like you and our patrons, we can do all of this and more. So we appreciate you, whether you're a patron or not. Yeah. You got anything else to say, my dude? <laughs> cool beans. Go to Collectible Bargains. It's a good time. Also, you should check out Patrick on the Haunted Side. You can find him on YouTube and Instagram and Twitch and like everything. Literally everything. Just Google him. He's hilarious. We are you better sidekicks. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.